everybody, and welcome to the Stock Doctor's Description. I am Lee Seiler, also known as the Stock Doctor in the house. We have Justin Kenny, this Justin, and our megalennial herself, Miss Nikki Ward. Welcome. It's been a little while, hasn't it, guys? It's it been has a, been a minute. It's been. A, I was going to say, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. You know, and it's just one of those things where it's something we do. It's a show we do in the office, and we get caught up with clients coming in, and then somebody on vacation. And, and somebody has surgery. and So, I mean, things things happen, and but we're going to try and really commit to doing this on a weekly basis. We're going to change the day, and as you can see, you're hearing this on, uh, if, well, you may not be hearing it today, which is Tuesday, June 27th. But we are recording it the day before, which is on a Monday. So we thought maybe that format was a little better. We're going to record it on Mondays and air it on Tuesdays. So it is um, being aired Tuesday, June 27th. And we've had a, a really good first half of the year. A ripping. I mean, a really good. Now, and Nick, I, I know that the term ripping is, yes, the S&P, we could not say. The is that the, the Dow. The Dow has been not, lackadaisical. In fact, all the other averages have not really done much at all. And if you take out the grade eight, you really, the, the uh, S&P has not done much at all. Meh, yeah. The grade eight, is is, is this what we replaced? Uh, Thank goodness. Fang, Mang. Fang, yeah. So well, now it's the grade eight? I call. I just named it the grade eight the other day. I think it reminds me of that old uh, Hanna-Barbera, the grape ape. Grape ape. Grape ape. For, so from now on, whenever you say the grade eight, the You're grade eight. Yeah. And here are the grade eight. Copyright pending. NVIDIA, up 194% because <laughs> why? They mentioned AI. Meta, up 134%. Why? Because they mentioned AI. That's our new drinking game. Apple, up 42% for the year. Microsoft, up 40%. AI. Amazon, up 47%. Netflix, up 49%. Google, up 36%. AI. Tesla, up 117% year to date. So if you eliminate these eight stocks from the S&P 500, you can't do it, but let's just... You pull them out. Pull just them out the, of there. Theoretically. You're, the market is basically flat. Yeah. In fact, the equal-weighted S&P 500 is up 3% year-to-date versus the regular weighted version of the S&P 500, which is up just under 12% right now. So if you're one of those 13, people... excuse me. So if you're one of those people that said, you know what, I, you know, I want to get less tech, and you, you removed the grade eight, then you're just doing nothing. Well, here's the good news. You certainly got a bit of FOMO. Yeah, but in, but keep in mind, last year, these are the ones that really did miserably. Mm-hmm. They didn't do well. I mean, NVIDIA didn't have a great year. Meta had a, a terrible year. Apple was down. They were all down. And in fact, you know, luckily, because our portfolios are diversified enough, we did have exposure to these. Uh, we, we've owned Apple for many years. We have Microsoft in the portfolio. We own Amazon, some Google. We had some NVIDIA, yeah. but not as much. Any well, actually, that that went out. We're out of NVIDIA, and actually, I sold. Um, we had a losing position in Netflix that I sold last week. Did you? I did. I sold it at at four. I, sh- I forgot to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. I sold it at, at four thirty three because I was getting a MACD sell, and now it's like four twenty two. So I just had that feeling, and and it's also gone up a tremendous amount. And I still don't understand why Netflix is one that really had the big move higher because. We're talking a stock that has had its issues. You know, the subscribership is is better, but um, still not knocking the cover off the ball. But this stock has gone up tremendously year to date. Not knocking the cover off the ball by any means. But, I mean, they do have the promise of cracking down on password sharing. I know I personally got my email that was like, listen <laughs> up. Stop sharing with your dad. I got my your, phone call. Yeah. 
from yep. my dad. From dad. Oh right. yeah, I got yeah the text. I guess Netflix doesn't work anymore. It's like, well, yeah, no, it, take it, it up with you know. No, it it does work. It definitely works. You just have to pay for it. Yeah, they just uh, they like their their kids don't eat dirt either. There's that in addition right. to the fact that they might be a benefactor of the Hollywood writer strike. Because they have so much international content where your legacy players oh, yeah. are going to stuff. run out. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I watched one of those terrible shows with the the voices don't match. I did too last night. It, I, you know what? I, it drove me insane. My daughter was absolutely, you know, entranced by it. But I'm sitting there and I'm so annoyed that I just kind of buried myself in my phone while they watched some, mm-hmm. you know, German show that that dubbed in English. I like the Spanish shows because it's like uh, Telemundo. Well, you know, They're all hot th- yeah. Too, that, the, the thing is that they they definitely like they stack the deck, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they definitely do. Right. Uh, they're not they're not worried about their acting skills. Put no, it that way. no, 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 no. So let's talk about what the markets are doing right now. So again, just uh, full disclosure, we are airing this. Rec- I'm sorry, recording this on uh, Monday the twenty first. Jeez, Monday the twenty sixth. <laughs> We're a little all over the place on the time here. Monday Look. the twenty sixth. Tomorrow's the twenty seventh. Um, so in the markets up, the Dow's up a little bit, sixty eight points. The S and P's down slightly. The Nasdaq is down, and it's all going to be about the Fed. You know, the Fed meeting uh, was a week or so ago, and the Fed decided to stay put, did not raise interest rates. That was for the first time in over a year. I sort of expected it. Though. I expected a uh, a hike. Well, oh. early on, about. A month and a half ago, there was a, a high probability. Then it went to a low probability. And so it was almost, I'd say, 40, 60 that they weren't yeah. going to raise. I truly feel like this was a skip, not a pause, right, too. Right. I think we. it's very easy to use those interchangeably. But, you know, Jerome Powell has come out and said that they are in a data-driven holding pattern. And they, the majority, I think this is the way he phrased it, the majority of the voting Fed members believe that there are two more rate hikes in 2023. So potentially we might see a whole nother half a point higher than we are sure. right now. And and the next meeting is uh, July 25th and 26th, and that's pretty much as of right now a foregone conclusion. You see 25 basis points or one quarter of 1%. Yeah, I so saw the, the, it's a 72% probability that they're going to raise by a quarter of a percent. But the problem is these percentage probabilities oh, fluctuate all over. it fluctuates as well so it depends on the day it's this current snapshot of this current 24 hours that they're saying yeah. that there's a 72% chance of a of a small hike in you know next week or whatever right. it was it's like being a meteorologist if right. cpi comes in a little better than expected then that's going to change drastically right that's just the way it is we do have a lot of economic indicators coming out this week though too we have key housing numbers we've got pce on friday which is the fed's favorite inflation gauge PCE. What's the PCE again? Personal consumption expenditures gotcha. price index. And it's gotcha. it's really something they look at even almost, I don't know if it's closer than CPI, but at least as close. Well, it makes sense. It's personal like expenditures, the personal, us, everybody. The consumer, two-thirds right. of GDP. Right. But also, too, um, I believe it's very similar to they scrutinize it about as much as they do core CPI. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's ex- ex- Which is energy. Right. Yeah, and then of course over the weekend you had stuff going on in Russia, a little bit of uh, eh, not a coup d'état, but it was a mutiny. Maybe there was a, bit a, of a mutiny possibility of some mutiny followed by somebody going, "You mean I can just go away and it's cool? Like you're not nobody's only because we're friends," is yeah. what Putin said. Nobody's coming. So here. that put pressure in the energy markets a little bit for for this week. So we'll see what happens there. I think energy stocks are are those that have not performed well this year. They did great last year, taking a pause themselves, and they also are. Our, our stocks typically have really good dividends for the most mm-hmm. part. So 
that may be a place to look. We're not, as of right now, I'm a little bit short-term, uh, I'm not going to say bearish. I'm short-term neutral on the markets, which meaning I believe we have a pullback in store. Uh, we have volatility index at historic lows. You have, uh, you were super bullish. A lot of the advisors out there are super bullish. All that contrarian theory look tells me that we're due for a little bit of a pullback. And when you have Apple, by the way, has got the same market value as the whole GDP of the country of France. It's, it's larger, it's larger than billion. Apple on its own. Trillion. Larger. Trillion, excuse me. Than the Russell. <laughs> than as, yeah. The Russell, <laughs> just larger than the whole index. Microsoft combined. has a market cap bigger than Italy. Italy. Yeah. Their GDP. Alphabet is as big as Mexico. That is just, that is, un think about it. Tesla One is. One American company. Tesla is bigger than Taiwan. Their GDP. Market cap to GDP. I think these things are sort of funny. We should just do a whole episode on this sort of shocking details or shocking facts about the market and how it works. I mean, when we were talking about Russia last year and you said, you know, the thing about Russia is that their their GDP is the size of New York or their their economy is right. the size of New York, basically. It was like, wow. Yeah. Like, Russia is huge. Now, granted, a lot of that is just barren, frozen tundra. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, as far as the world is concerned, they're a monster, a heavy hitter. Eh, size of New York... Who cares? There are eight companies whose market caps would place them in the top 25 of national GDPs. That's just eight. And those are the, probably the great eight. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the likelihood is. I don't. In, in, NVIDIA? Really? I don't know. In, NVIDIA's getting there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. NVIDIA's top five. NVIDIA's unbelievably huge. Um, so look, we believe that we've had a, a, a better than expected run, I think. And I, I'm not going to speak for you guys. I, I think there's been a better than expected move this year. We're very pleased how our accounts have progressed this year. We also own fixed income that has done better this year as well. Of course, anything's better than a down year in fixed income because you know, <laughs> bonds were down 15% last year. Yeah. Uh, even though you know rates have come down, although short term have gone up, but they've come down from that, you know, we saw 4% treasuries mm -hmm. last year. Now we're down at 3.7% treasuries. When, you, when you're when saying that, I would, yeah, I wanted to just go ahead and clarify we're talking about the 10-year. Yeah, 10-year. And you're, the one-year treasury, you still have a really good investment-grade situation there. You can get 5.25% on a one-year treasury. That is not too bad, folks. I think it was 534 or something like that. I don't know. Maybe It's, it's also the chance of, I don't know if it's a lifetime maybe, but it's definitely a chance to take advantage of, you know, well, an inverted yield curve. Over my career's lifetime, this is definitely the highest I've ever seen it. You know, and I've uh, we've said this before. I've never bought more treasuries for clients than, than I have this year. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Fixed income is sexy again. Yeah, I mean, when you can get a guaranteed rate, because that's the U.S. Treasury, a one year, you can get a guaranteed rate. It's five and a quarter is what it is right now. A two-year rate is 471. I mean, that... That's pretty compelling, especially if you go into a slower growth environment, which a lot of people think, or possibly recession. I think that's sort of the catch-22. The reality is that you can get some pretty attractive yield, but what is the cost of everything inflating at still? So, I, yes, but no, but yes. There's that, and no. there's also reinvestment risk. I mean, you're not going to be able to necessarily find that a year, two years down the road. Exactly. Right. So the longer you go out, you're going to get a lower yield, but, again, you may be able to get locked in for a little bit. I've seen some uh, fixed annuities 
seven year, they'll lock you in for like five, five. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not if somebody says, hey, I want to be conservative. I'm OK with doing five percent for a long period of time. You can lock in there and get tax deferral. What's and if an annuity is appropriate for them. What's the average hold on something like that? I mean, average. When somebody buys something like that, how long do they tend to hold on to it? Because everybody says, oh, I don't want to be locked in. And then next thing you know, it's been 12 yeah. years. Well, they, they the hold is however long the surrender charge lasts. I mean, yeah. if it's a three-year, you're not going to get – well, you can get decent rates in three years. But that seven-year, for some reason, you're getting a decent rate on it. So but The question is, if you if you hold on to it past that, are you just going to get money market after that? Is that You'll get whatever the rate is. Whatever they you'll, renew you'll for, Whatever they renew for, yeah. So you're going to get swept in just like a, a CD. Yep. you got to say something to get out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Y- you can gotcha. you stay in, and they will put you in whatever their market rate is. Yeah. So that's why these you have to really pay attention. And to anybody out there that has these fixed annuities or fixed index they've had for a while, you know, things have changed. There are some really interesting uh, situations that you can invest money tax-deferred and have either no downside risk or limited downside risk. And have a, a decent upside return right now because rates are up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of unique opportunities out there right now. If you have any questions about any of these things we're talking about, we do encourage you to call the office 407-831-8002, 407-831-8002. Again, we're not doing um, not doing a, a bunch of buying right now. I do have some concerns short term, and nobody knows where the market's headed. I mean, we really don't. In the beginning of the year, I thought we'd see mid to you know middle single digits, six mm-hmm. to eight percent. It made sense, and yeah. here we are. But again, get rid of those top eight stocks, which you can't do because they're the yeah. widely the most widely held stocks out there, and you're not doing so well. So if you are out there, and I remember a lot of people talking about equal weight, you want an equal weight, yeah. And look, we have exposure to dividend yielding stocks, which haven't done as well as some of these, but at least you're getting paid while you hold them. And that's the whole point of owning things with dividends or or bonds that pay interest because, you know, you hold them for a while, but at least you're getting paid while you wait. Right. And that's critical. So um, let's talk about, you know, what we see the second half of the year. You know, it's going to be a tough call. We don't know what the Fed's going to do. Let's assume the Fed raises two more times. The question is, is the Fed going to be done after that, which is that, that full-out pause? Or is there one more in the gun? I tend to think that there's not going to be any more in the gun. And I still go back and say that we may have a rate cut. I saw Tom Lee uh, this morning, an analyst who's been bullish, actually, all year. And he was getting ragged about it. And now he's right. But he thinks that there will be rate cuts by the end of the year. I think I don't think rate cuts. I don't think plural. I think one rate cut. We could see one in December because he believes CPI next month's going to come in at threes. Okay. Imagine what it's going to be like that day. We've seen so many hikes and pauses and hikes and pauses and hikes and pauses. What happens when we see a cut? Well, uh, you're going to probably uh, see an excited market. I was going to say elation. I I think the market's not going to know whether to shit or go blind. It's going to be a (laughs) short-term. That's what I think. It'll be a short-term rally, and then usually it'll it'll settle off, but Mm -hmm. then you have a new cycle. Now you have uh, the economic cycles are changing, and you're in an easing interest rate environment, which I think would be good for everything. but Which we, could lead to expansion would, as far yes, as the business cycle. We have to make sure that, first of all, the Fed's not going to lower rates unless they have, see a risk of a recession. Right. And who knows? You know, The definition of recession, I think you'd throw that out the window Well, now. we changed it. You've, yeah. had, you've had an inverted yield curve since March of last year. Two you've, consecutive you've quarters of two negative GDP. Negative, yeah. So, I mean, things have changed. Who knows? Um, I do think that as an investor, 
you got to be cautious here. I wouldn't go out and take some unnecessary buys right now and say, hey, I think this is going to be great. There are going to be sectors that are going to work. Right now, I, I'm not sure which sectors are going to lead the second half of the year. Don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be technology to get back on the horse. I don't know if energy is going to come. I tend to think it will probably be the sectors that didn't do so well. It's their turn. I think it's their turn. It may be energy. Maybe financials. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, consumer Trevor are waiting okay. on them. I mean, how could it not be financials? They're finally. They're, well, I don't know because I think of the fact. I mean, I did see something about how the reserve or Federal Reserve is doing something about like reverse stress tests, mm-hmm. and now they're going to make them, you know, have way more in their cash reserves, which is going to negatively impact their earnings reports, and then blah 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 blah. I just feel like I'm forever on the sidelines of financials, waiting for them to show do up. something right. Yeah, and they haven't. But the good news is, if you own financials, they also pay you while you wait. Yeah, yeah and I do own them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know. Not saying this is just someone who's spectating. I'm involved in the game as well. You know, I think that's something if you wanted to find value, I think you can find value in owning, again, for someone who can assume single stock risk, can assume the risk of the stock market, especially owning one stock. Uh, Bank of America, I think that's probably really cheap here, and you're getting paid while you wait. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that one. I don't have a problem with uh, a J.P. Morgan. I don't have a problem with owning a fund of those. And, uh, you know, the best-performing sectors first half of course we talked about tech communications also a top performer and consumer discretionary and which you include the the uh cruise ships on that the cruise lines have done extremely well year to date was it carnival that we saw today that had record bookings yeah record never book. they're they're booking at 107 percent. it's crazy that's what their bookings are people don't care anymore well we're we're back I, out I, there baby I we're back out think, there i think the revenge travel though is over you think? I do. I think now it's back. You to think everybody that this is just back to the normal. Everything everybody needed to did it already. Yeah, but I think I think. I don't know, uh, man. I'm business feeling, travels coming back. I'm I think feeling unfulfilled. <laughs> I'm feeling like doing some traveling still. I'm just uh, saying. But I think that might be the new normal. Is right. that because we were restricted in our movement and going outside and spending money where we wanted to for you know three years that now. Not, it's not necessarily revenge, but like this is the new normal. People any- want to spend money on experience. Has anybody like noticed that all of a sudden you're seeing a lot of masks pop back up in public, like at grocery stores and I stuff? Have not. No, I, but I that might be because of air quality control, because of Canada, the wildfires. But here, mm-hmm. people are crazy. I've not yeah. seen it. They are crazy. <laughs> I uh, no, I have not seen that. But you know, I you, you ran into my you mom. Don't, you don't do your own grocery shopping. That's true as well. <laughs> no, but I go to Costco. Yeah, I've noticed. I was it there at lunch. Yeah, I've noticed it in the grocery stores, like quite a bit, actually, recently. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm just wondering: Am I not getting the report that other people are getting? Like, I haven't heard anything. It's just all of a sudden, you know, a third of the employees are wearing masks. The the some of the customers. Maybe they're just seeing all kinds of people come out of the woodwork. You know. I don't know. So, guys, if you don't know what the market's going to do, which nobody does, the rest of the year, you are. If you didn't, if you weren't invested in equities this first half of the year you've you've really gone backwards you missed it missed out so but don't chase it please what, do not get in at what the high can, and this is a kind of almost a rhetorical question no it's a question but i know the answer <laughs> that's rhetorical question okay but I, i'm not expecting you not to answer it okay okay what does an investor do how do they get exposure and whether they're not sure if the market's going up or not. How do they do this, guys? You guys I think, know the I think, seriously, if you want to be bold, which oftentimes that's what it takes to make it, if you want to be bold, you've got to be surgical. As the stock doctor said, value, 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 value. There are things out there. 
There are. And Nikki? You give us a call at 407-831-8002. I like it. In order for us to be surgical on your behalf. And I think you take a look at, let us talk to you about adding some protection to your portfolio. Sure. Because it doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong. In that set of circumstances, right. And that's, I'd like to- It gets you in the game. I'd like to own some things in my portfolio that, whether I'm right or wrong, I'm still going to be okay. Maybe give you a little parachute, a little bit of a a buffer. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, give us a call at the office to talk about that because we are doing a lot of that for our clients. In fact, it's it's becoming more of the investment policy that every portfolio is going to have some type of protection within the portfolio. We can discuss that. I want to get into it now because we're getting ready to wrap things up. But that we can uh, put within the portfolio, and if we see some significant drops, meaning 10% or more, you may be covered on part of that. That's something that I think is very, very critical to add to all portfolios. So we promise we're going to be bringing the show to you on a weekly basis, but it's going to be dropping on Tuesdays. Now we're going to have to on Mondays. We're going to have to do it early next Monday because it's a half day. Oh, is it a half day? Did you verify? Oh, and then it's going to drop on a holiday. What? Yep. What? Yep. Oh, we'll drop it on Wednesday. Whatever. No, let's do it Tuesday. We got it. Hey, we appreciate you guys joining us here. Uh, Lo- love you, miss here, you. Anything you want to talk about, give us a call at the office, 407-831-8002. We appreciate you listening to the Stock Doctor Stricken. We'll catch you next week.